Thought Cops, the only podcast for every week we talk about what's outraging the internet, and then we let you be the judge, we let you be the jury, we let you be the executioner, too, in the court of public opinion. Coming to you live from Neo-Chicago, I'm Officer Kevin. And I'm Officer Grant. What's up, Officer Grant? I'm good. Let's give a quick thank you to our guest from last week, Nikki Martin. Woo! Living da vida loca, am I right? That's loco. And we got a returning guest this week, reigning champion, Justin Wang. What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Ju- you know, it's Justin, always, how the hell? It's Justin, always funny to me, like, when you guys, when I'm on a podcast that I listen to the host doing the intro as, like, I kind of emerge later on, like, waiting there. It, uh, it reminds me, do you remember years ago when it was, like, it was, like, one of the Republican debates and you had, like, all the guys, like, kind of, like, getting stuck in the doorway and no one knew where the fuck to go. That's how I feel yeah, at the beginning of a podcast. Yeah, it was Carson and Trump stuck in a doorway. The old Carson-Trump doorway scenario. Who's who? I wonder. I don't know. Well, Justin, thanks for coming back on the show. You've been out once before. We got you here again. Um, both Grant and I are big fans of your YouTube channel. Thanks. Yeah, so uh, you were on last time, I think it was episode 78. Uh, I, I remember I was re-listening to that episode. Uh, I think you had just hit 150,000 subscribers, and now you're nearly at 500,000 subscribers on YouTube. That's pretty cool. That's cr- crazy. Like, how long ago was that now? Like, a year? More than a year, um, I think, yeah, since I was on here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's weird. Uh, yeah, it's, like, at that point... My channel, like, it got, like, to that size from, like, 7,000, I want to say, like, really quickly, like, over the course of a few months. And now, uh, now, honestly, like, what I have now, it's kind of, like, a more, like, normal growth, but it's still, it's, I never thought I would ever, like, get to the size of a channel. Yeah, like, nearly half a million. I mean, and you're putting out, you know, great, really interesting content, too. Uh, Some of the stuff... I think one of the most fun things that I've seen from you in the past, like, couple months or so was the uh, Abraham Lincoln pancake story. And <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't have, like, you didn't have, like, a good conclusion to it. And then, like, at the end, people sort of followed up and, like, it, it was this almost, like, communal effort to conclude, like, where did this come from? Yeah, I feel like that's kind of almost become, like, a subgenre of video I have now where it's an ongoing investigation and then people who are watching the video come up with shit like that one was like that yeah um Gitas, which was if you don't know what Gitas is it's like this weird sticker and pin set somebody found that looked like it came from some kind of fantasy franchise that never was actually released yeah 
and people uh, came up with all kinds of theories for that. And currently, it's the mysterious song. It was um, this song that it aired in German radio in like 1982, 1984. Someone recorded it, put it online in 2007, and people have been searching for it ever since then. The search for it really kind of like heated up the past few months. Yeah, that's great. Like when you're interacting with people and they're, you know, doing all this research and you like everyone sort of like, oh, I, I saw this, I saw this, and you're coordinating with people. Do you do that over Twitter or Reddit or just um, every, everywhere? Honestly, for the most part, it'll be like more of a passive thing on my end. Like a lot of people will email me things or send me messages on, um, I don't get a lot of messages on Twitter. I think, oh, you know what it is? I have, like, uh, my messages are closed on Twitter, but they're open on Instagram. So, a lot of times people will send me uh-huh. shit on Instagram that's, like, a, a relevant link or something. And for those who didn't hear the uh, last Justin Wang episode, he's got a lot of hits on his channel. Some of my favorites are the Brian Peppers video from YTMND. Uh, got another one here. The uh, infamous My Little Pony Cum Jar Project. Uh-huh. Check that one out. Uh, this- they were supposed to be a... Another component to that. Um, yeah, this has happened now, like, since the last time I was on here. So, basically, when my channel had hit 300,000 subscribers a few months ago, I have a subreddit that I barely ever use it, but, it, like, it has a little bit of activity. So, the My Little Pony mm. Cum Jar guy, and it's definitely him, because all the, all the pieces fit. He takes a picture. <laughs> the My Little Pony Cum Jar guy. Yeah. He, put um... On, put that on your resume. Yeah, like that's that's who he is. He's the guy. Um, he posts oh, on my subreddit that congratulations on reaching three hundred thousand. And in the background of the picture, he has the jars and his fucking watches oh, from oh, the video God. because it, like his he his chat basically the second My Little Pony Cum Jar video where he pours it out and shit. It was an unlisted video on his YouTube channel that was all about like clocks and watches. So he has all his watches in the picture. Uh, another, another more, uh, another more recent video you put out that was a big hit was the uh, plastic love video, that classic song that keeps popping up in everybody's YouTube algorithms. Yeah, yeah, that the was a disappearance cool one. and the reappearance. Yeah, it um, it was a cool story arc that the photographer kind of, uh, I guess, came around to an agreement with the person who put it up, and now the upload is back. It, um, things like that happen. It almost feels like you're fulfilling like an RPG quest or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're, uh, like, I, some of these videos I make, it's kind of, uh, it, it makes things right in the world. Like, like a, like a YouTube upload that disappears I mean, and comes back. Do you think that you played a part in anything like that? Were any of these videos, the fact that you drew attention to them, do they play a part in fixing some problem or bringing something back, you think? Sometimes it does. Um, I definitely think, and in the case of Plastic Love, there were like a lot of people working on getting that corrected. But I think, I think bringing attention to the situation that, and I actually did get an email from the photographer after the first video was put out. And I think it kind of, in, in that situation at least, it kind of gave the guy a perspective that made him want to be amenable with the community and shit and led to him, uh, you know, w- wanting to get the video back up. You ever get to meet any of these legends? You ever get to, uh, meet the people behind two girls, one cop? <laughs> I mean, I guess the only person I made a video about that I met 
off the top of my head, I guess it was Maddox. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's that's a whole. How was it after the? Was it yeah, after was the fact? After? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. that was a that was a VidCon. Did, was that was that uh, comfortable? I saw some of the stuff about VidCon. Uh, I know. Um, it did, how long ago was that? Like a month or so? Yeah, ago? it was about a month ago. Yeah. No, yeah, he was just kind of like it was uh, Monday. And Matt kind of facilitated the meeting. I was up at the bar, and then Matt came over with Maddox, introduced them, and Maddox basically just said, "Like, listen, like, there's a lot of things that people like see online, and they don't really have the whole story." And people kind of see, see, um, they kind of feel differently about each other when they meet each other in real life. And it wasn't anything like too in depth or anything like that, or particularly confrontational. Sounds deep. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, sounds sounds vague enough to be deep. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like anything like a crazy blowout or anything. It was just like that. Yeah. That was based. What I told you was basically the extent of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, usually we play voicemails at the end, but we have, uh, we have one that I think is, uh, it, we can play it sort of up top because it's, uh, you know, a question sent in specifically for you. Okay. Hey, had a question for Justin. Uh, really big fan. Just wanted to ask, how long does it on average take for you to like research a video, kind of go through it? And and what's the video you've been kind of the most worried about after releasing? You're kind of like a little nervous before you put it out and you're still kind of nervous about it. Thanks for the question. Well, thanks for answering. Take it easy. So thank you for the question and thank you for the answer? Yeah. Right. Preemptively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe my answer's going to suck shit. He doesn't know. <laughs> um, but uh, the research period for any of these videos, honestly, like, it varies a lot. What I'm finding is the videos that take the longest are the ones that involve going through old forums and things like that. Like, that can take forever. Like the Resident Evil 1.5 video, that was a lot of that. And just like the research period of it, I spent like almost like 48 hours straight of like literally just combing through message boards. Um, but then you have ones like the Plastic Love videos. Those were super fast to make. Like, like mm-hmm. the update video that I made, like I literally had that one done in like a couple hours. So it, it varies a lot. How do you usually uh, decide what you're going to do the video on? Is it just purely suggestions or is it just sort of draw the hat? Every once in a while, it'll be a suggestion. Like what happens? Like pretty much I have a notepad file with all the ideas I've had that are kind of like on the back burner. And then mm. it'll just kind of be uh, they're kind of like all like floating around the back of my head, I guess. And then at some point I'll feel like it's. I'll just be in the mood to make that video, basically. But then sometimes someone will send me an email or a message that completely supersedes everything else I've been working on. And I'm just like, I got to do this now. Like, um, yeah, like the Abraham Lincoln pancakes video was like that. That one, like I was working on something else. And then I kind of came home to those tweets and I was like, wait, what's going on here? And like, basically, I spent a whole night falling down that rabbit hole and that became that video. What a, what a weird like phenomenon to, to to spend any time thinking about, but that I feel like that's one of my favorite ones because then I I feel like my memory is remember like did he invent pancakes? Why do I think that that's true? Like who put this idea in my Some head? Mandela bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's like that. Except it's like is pretty much just like the power of suggestion that enough people say it and you're like, wait, is it true? Like, it reminds me of this? 
reminds me of um do you remember when they used to play whenever you would have a holiday that was a day off from school all the cartoons that would play would be different cartoons well there was like one year what do you mean like instead of being whatever like disney afternoon shit or whatever was gonna play it was like one year they had like battletoads and bubsy they're, like a lot of oh, times they yeah. would like test yeah. out like pilots and shit like that on holidays, but there was one year and I can't find this fucking cartoon, but I know that everyone in it was I think it was like second grade, third grade maybe everyone in that class had seen the cartoon the year or two before, in which it depicted Christopher Columbus sailing the Pilgrims to America on the mail on the Mayflower. And then the next year, we're learning about that, and everyone thought that's what happened. And our fucking, our teacher was like, where where did all of you kids get this same wrong information from? And it was that cartoon. Cartoons are corrupting our youth. It's kind of a good troll, I guess. Like, it's it's subtle enough that, like, you're just, you're just feeding children incorrect information for no real reason. I kind of, like, want to do that now. Just make kids ignorant for my own personal edification. Speaking of the power of suggestion, if you've ever listened to this show and found anything that we've ever talked about interesting, no, definitely. (laughs) I'm going somewhere with this. Definitely check out Justin's channel because there's all sorts of crazy internet bullshit that. uh, Yeah, it's absolutely fascinating. And there's a lot of stuff that we talk about on here that, you know, maybe we might have learned on that channel. So you be the expert. Check out Wang. That's Wang exclamation point on YouTube. Subscribe and check out those vids. I also think, Justin, that uh, your your uh, Twitter and your political takes on Twitter are the only ones that I can find myself, you know, uh, agreeing with in yeah. any sense of the word. I feel like all of my political takes at this point, especially on Twitter, <laughs> they're all so like dripping in irony that like I don't I don't even know what I actually believe anymore. I just, I believe whatever, yeah. it, I, at any given moment, I just believe whatever is the funniest thing to me to believe. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just the, uh, the irony poisoning and the, yeah. uh, the brand, the brand, live and it's die all, for the brand. It's all mixed into one. Yeah, I mean, I've had, I've had friends in real life, like, be like, yo, like, what do you actually think? And just, it's, it's kind of hard to get down to the core of it, I guess. I don't think that's uncommon. I, I hear that quite often because the, just the further along we get, I feel the same way as you personally. I think Grant, I'll speak for him too. He feels the same way as you. And am I wrong? I mean, I, th- I think it's always a healthy, you know, uh, a healthy mindset to have when you're constantly like, what do I think? Why do I think what I think? I yeah. know that I have biases, but what if these biases are steering me wrong? And then you go down the the crazy tunnel of thinking these sort of unsure thoughts, and then you're hit in the face with these people who have very certain thoughts, and they haven't given, you know, two thoughts. Uh, they, they haven't given any thought into why they think what they think. And then, you know, I think the only, the only way out of that situation is to... You know, it's post SpongeBob memes about Ben Shapiro. <laughs> like that's how <laughs> that, that reminds me. Um, there was this period of time when, for some reason, like the I, not Ben Shapiro himself, but I guess like the idea of Ben Shapiro, ironically, was like the funniest fucking thing to me. And I would tweet about it yeah. constantly. And <laughs> and so I, then, like during that period of time, I went on um this dude Nurkish's podcast and. We hit, we had um 
we had spoken about like this and that before, but then he saw all the Ben Shapiro tweets. And he was like, dude, are you like uh-huh. some kind of like hardcore, like left wing dude that like hates <laughs> Ben Shapiro? I'm just like, no, dude, I just like think Ben Shapiro is like kind of fun to make fun of. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are, man. And I, I, I remember that that uh, that time in particular because uh, you had your profile picture was you looking down at your phone with oh the brick wall behind you. That was just so like, good. <laughs> oh, no. The funny thing is the amount of people, and I guess this happens with any joke you make, there were a decent amount of people that didn't get the reference and just thought it was a nice picture. <laughs> like, I got, like, a decent amount of, like, a thirsty comments from, like, random girls, and I'm like, oh, damn, maybe the Ben Shapiro aesthetic works for me. Hey, Justin <laughs> cleans up nice. Oh, it's just a Ben Shapiro yeah, party. Just Ben Shapiroing. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to some uh, show news here. Well, apparently... We hit 40,000 downloads. All right. Hey, watch out, Justin. Yeah. We're, we're right behind you. <laughs> it's been a grind, but uh, it's, you know, and anybody that's listening to this at all is always, always cool, blows yeah. my mind. Yeah, that's cool. And we got a live show coming up very soon, and it's not sold out. I just checked today. Uh, part of Asterios Coconosis podcast tour. We'll be performing with him here in Chicago at the Crowd Theater Thursday, August 22nd at 10 p.m., Get your tickets now because they're going to be sold out real soon. I was just at the crowd theater last night for the first time ever. Yeah. It's fucking small. This is going to be great. It's going to be packed. Have you guys... Get in there now. Have you guys done like live uh, performances before in that vein? We've done... We do we've st- both done stand-up. Yeah, do stand-up I figured you guys were stand-up never, guys. Never based on the podcast, though. No. Yeah. It'll be... We don't know. Asterios has not given us any sort of suggestion for what our participation is, so we don't know what to do. <laughs> Hell, that's uh, fucking fun. classic Asterios right there. Exactly. You know what you're getting, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It'll be a good time. It'll be messy and terrible, and it'll all come together at the end. That it reminds will. me, like, I told Sriracha I would stream this Asterios game that she did R4. I think it's called like a stereos game. Yeah, it's like a, a stereoids or something like that. <laughs> like, I'm assuming it's like asteroids, but with the stereos. I hope no. so. And uh, another final note here: we have some video content in the pipeline very soon. So stick around. We want to, we know, build out the old brand a little more than just the podcast, just the Twitch stream, just everything else. So we're going to be getting back to video content, doing that a little bit more regularly. So stay tuned. It'll be nice to have more than two videos up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we got some good stuff in on the uh, on the horizon here pretty soon. Anyway, let's move on here uh, to a very famous, very favorite segment of the show called Two Minutes of Hate. We like to blanket punish those things that irritate us. They annoy us. They get under our skin when we're scrolling on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. So I'll begin. Every day... We stray further from God's light. You ever, you guys ever see this comment on things? Yeah. Uh, so the, no. bit of, uh, Grant, yes, you have. You've definitely seen I've probably somebody. Just glossed, I've probably glossed over He's it. He's fucking with me. He thought it was yeah. so funny last week where I looked stupid on my crappy I, two minutes of hate. <laughs> I feel like I received that comment a lot because I post like a lot of like, I, re- I just retweet a lot of like dumb shit, like a lot yeah. of, uh, I guess what people might call cursed and shit like that. Yeah, I feel I feel like everything that it's it's like either like if you follow both me and Nerd City, we're just constantly filling your feet up with shit that will receive that comment. And the whole thing, I don't know. I, I keep bringing these things up that it's mostly just the format of 
just the discourse people have where it's just like, hey, I saw 50 people say this on the internet. I'm going to say it too. And yeah. I'm going to be validated for it. So it's like, it just something like you put it well is, is some cursed image. It's like, uh, it's like a cursed this ain't a chief. Like it's one of those like things where it's like, I just want to <laughs> right, say something. Right. And this is the thing I've seen people say. So I'm going to say that so I can pretend I contributed something. The fucking yeah. clown license pictures. Exactly. So yeah, every day we stray further from God's light. Hey, uh, Justin, maybe for your next uh, video, you can figure out who said that first. <laughs> I feel like God. that's, that's a quote from something. Like it's a, probably like a quote yeah, from like probably. a movie or some shit. Or a book, the Bible, maybe. or some dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a it's a quote from uh, the the film that what's his name uh, Charlton Heston was in uh, the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments. <laughs> so yeah, uh, my punishment to you is you have to stray further into God's light, read the dang Bible, and become a born again Christian. How's what that for weird. fun? Great punishment. How, how do you stray further into something? It would be uh what if straight closer straight because cl- okay, like straight is like going away so like what's the opposite of stray it's like you hither hither yes hither into god's light hither hither towards <laughs> the light of god my sweet child each day we hither towards god's light i guess uh, that would justin be like, do you have a two minutes of hate two minutes of hate um sh- i thought of one and now i'm struggling to remember what it was oh yeah the phrase my I truth think- this is my, my truth. truth. Yeah, like it's speaking my truth. Yeah, like normally, like someone says my truth. Basically, what they're saying is like I'm. What I'm about to say is full of factual inaccuracies, but it's like how I feel things played out in my imagination or some shit. Uh huh. Hey, I'm thinking of those dang uh, truth ads from back in the day. No smoking. I don't think that's what he's talking about. Well, it reminds. <laughs> I mean, it kind of certainly reminds me of that. It it kind of brings to light. It falls into that trope of repetitive social media phrases, I guess. Like if Uh you know what the word my truth is, when you see someone say my truth, you know, they're about to post one of those um, those screenshots of a big apology that they they took on. They wrote in like fucking Apple or Uh Samsung notes or whatever the hell, like one of those. That's the my truth post. It's usually like, yeah, it's usually some sort of apology but also yeah uh you can't be mad at me because uh this is my truth whatever the fuck that means stop smoking cigarettes yeah. <laughs> it's bad for you rashomon ain't real life you guys didn't watch rashomon are there any other example no i've seen no, rashomon okay. yeah. i don't know what that is that's is it an I, anime no no it's, it's um justin tell tell him what it is it's a classic japanese film by um why can't I remember his fucking name now? He's like the most Kurosawa. famous Kurosawa. It's it's basically my favorite Kurosawa movie, and you see um, the same crime retold from three different perspectives. And, it's been and, parodied in like Simpsons and a yeah. bunch of other cartoons and stuff. Bubsy, Bobcat, I don't know, whatever the hell, whatever they're playing on Columbus Day. <laughs> the Bubsy cartoon is up there with Rashomon in terms of uh, cinema classics. Yeah. I... I would agree. They, that should be taught in schools. Bubsy. Uh, was Bubsy a video game or a cartoon first? It was a video game. Okay. Yeah, there was... I, I guess I don't know what it was. It was that year they had Bubsy and Battletoads together. Neither of them got picked up, but I guess maybe someone at some production company thought video game cartoons are going to be the new wave. 
I think and they that, were for a while. Yeah, I mean, you had Double Dragon the cartoon, which I actually thought was pretty good. Um, you had uh, Sonic Underground, as Nico <laughs> points out. Yes. Oh yeah, Sonic Underground. Did you, you ever see? Oh, you ever seen that one, Justin? Yeah, I was like about to say, did you ever see what's his fucking name? And I remember I learned that fucking guy that makes the Sonic Underground cartoons. I found out about him from you guys. Dude, <laughs> you gotta do a video about Tamers. He oh, is he he's the the new age Chris Cham. Like yeah. the next the next fucking coming of Christ. I feel like he's definitely working on some level of irony. I'm just not sure which level that is yet. Like, did you play I his know. game? I he has a game? <laughs> oh my god, he has a game. He has an RPG maker game. I, I did a stream of it a while back. It's my playthrough is on oh my, my gaming channel somewhere. But he made an RPG maker that game. That I gotta see. And basically he has these characters. They all have different names, but they're clearly supposed to be Sonic Underground characters. And <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. And every once in a while they'll they'll call them by their Sonic name as opposed to their fake name. Yeah. Is is the whole point of the game you trying to fuck Bartleby? Is yes. That the, yes. The end goal? <laughs> it, it, it is. 100%. But B- Bartleby's sweet uh, ass is a big plot point in the game. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, disgusting. <laughs> so if you could punish these, uh, what the hell are we talking about my, again? My truthers. My, my truthers. truthers. My, my truther. Yeah. Shit, I gotta come up with a fucking punishment. Uh, Grant, you do it for him. Yeah, you're the cops. Uh, you gotta smoke the whole pack of cigarettes. Yeah, smoke the whole pack. You think they taste so good? Well, smoke <laughs> the whole yeah. fucking carton. Ba- <laughs> I mean, basically, oh, you just think you look cool? Sentencing to get cancer. That's a pretty, pretty rough yep. punishment. Yeah, th- there you go. Yeah, it's a slow burn, but you know, you gotta learn somehow. That's your truth. I, uh, you're a little <laughs> uh, cigarette addict. All right. Um, I guess it's my turn. Uh, the people who didn't care about, uh, politics until video games. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about I that. Know, do I have to... S- I think, yeah. I think a lot of people got swept up into the video game aspect of politics, and then it kind of became this thing Well, it's like, oh, well, now I care about politics, so I have to act like I care about all these other things that don't have to do with the video games, yeah. but I'm, like, they're a part of some kind of a part of having some kind of coherent political beliefs. Now I have to pretend to care about this thing. I don't really care about. You mean in terms of how uh gamergate happened and then that yeah. sort of wrapped people up into, yeah, this political mindset and now they have to react to things. Yeah. Like they cared about certain aspects of gamergate and then some time passes and it like being political becomes a part of their identity. So they're like, I guess I have to like think something about these things that I don't haven't really thought about before. Yeah. Okay. You got church. You got state. Separate. You got video games. You got politics. Keep them separate. All right. I don't want to hear about how Sonic is a Marxist icon. I don't want to hear that Pokemon is uh socialist. Social. No, that's well, well, because they I don't want to hear the that. Center, uh, the you know whatever. I don't want to hear that Battletoads are the uh, libertarian libertarian uh, party. Utopia. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. Keep it separate, all right? I just I mean like especially in terms of like uh 
oh, you know, first they went after, you know, the minorities and I didn't say anything. But then they can't, then they went after my games. My toys. <laughs> my oh, toys. No! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much my entire political uh, perspective, I guess, is I, I don't want anyone to interfere with my fun. <laughs> That's basically what my whole ideology if you really boil it down comes down to so i understand no it, it makes sense i think grant if i may yeah what you're getting at is yes. people oh you already agree good uh, <laughs> people who people who are getting off they're like oh they're riding the trump train the entire time every every single decision this guy has made is great you know, they don't care. It's like you said, they just, they're already agreed, you know, stamp of approval. I'm all in until he says, uh, maybe video games cause violence. Then they're like, okay, <laughs> get this guy out of the white house. It just like, it really does yeah. paint a, paint a really clear picture of what kind of person you're dealing with. <laughs> My video games. Yeah. I don't care about kids in cages or whatever. Let's not fix that problem. But my video games. Well, yeah. to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, know, uh, uh, to be fair, Sonic. I, whenever, whenever Sonic. Sorry, oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead, Justin. No, yeah. To, to be fair, I don't have any kids, but I have video games. So you know, it's, it's <laughs> a pretty easy true. choice. For That's me. a very good point. Yeah, the personal is political. Yeah, and the political can be personal. I think that's definitely part of it. I also feel like it's just it, it's one of those things that is such an easy thing to dogpile on because it's not just people on the right. It's like it's everybody's like, hey, that's stupid. But then it just becomes this, like, how can I outdo myself to point out how stupid this is when everybody already knows that it's stupid? It's like one or two people on the news that go, oh, maybe it's this. And it's like, yeah, it's not that. So you don't have to say anymore. Just uh, it's no, it's that's not it. That ain't it, chief. That's <laughs> it's a it's a major. Yeah, yikes. It's a big yikes. So it's a big oof. The biggest oof. Um, I guess my punishment is, uh, no more video games. Oh, except the Tamers game. Yeah, oh, only fair. the Tamers okay. game. You're required to play it every single day. It's a uh, communist America for you. Tamers game for everybody. I think the world would be better off though if everyone, I, I, I was like thinking this as a joke, but now like in the back of my head, I'm like, this might actually be true that if every single American were forced to play the Tamers game beginning to end, <laughs> I feel I genuinely feel like society would be better off. Like we would all just, you know, like understand the world we live in better. It'd be like 9-11 too. It'd be a, a horrific event that brings no, everybody it's, it's together. A, it's, a, it's not yeah. horrific. It's a great game. <laughs> <laughs> But for the, and for, by the way, for those who don't know what the hell we're talking about, just look up Tamers12345 on YouTube and uh, just watch a few videos. Did you see his tribute video for when Notre Dame burnt down? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> like, all the side, the headshot characters are crying. One dude has his fucking giant ass cheeks, like, pointed towards the camera. <laughs> Incredibly disrespectful, yeah. <laughs> Like, my that's personal like, favorite is the uh, the Stan Lee tribute when Stan Lee <laughs> died and the, he drew a picture of Stan Lee with all of the Sonic Underground characters who he had nothing to do with and then Batman and Superman <laughs> who he also had nothing to do with. That's like, honestly, that's one of my favorite categories of YouTuber is 
the psychopath the psychopath who tries to remain relevant by like just a very passing notion of what the news means or like yeah i have this like hyper specific channel but also like once in a while i'll talk about like pearl harbor or something (laughs) whatever my mommy and daddy are watching on tv yeah see the thing about tamers i think the guy is like he's legitimately like got something wrong with him with the sonic obsession like i think he might like he's like on the spectrum or something but at the same time i see things like that and i still think he's functioning on some level of irony like i think he gets i think he knows how weird he is and doubles down it's gotta be yeah, it's like be. some kind of feedback. Well, without, it's it's too it's too genius. Without dwelling on tamers too much, we'll get to the right to the old meat and potatoes here. If you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and uh, often very unusual punishment. So let's talk about this: the old uh, the DSA goof em up. You guys see that? <laughs> Yeah, Justin. Not yeah, I can tell by that smirk. He knows oh, what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, there the, is a there is a, the, a DSA video, which is this is like something out of an episode of Arrested Development. Should we uh, should we it, play it, this on the episode? Yeah, let's. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It looks like I saw that, and at first I thought I literally thought it was like a fake sketch. Like I thought it was. If you told me that like some conservative boomer made this sketch and this is what they think, yeah, so like socialists are exactly. doing or something. That would it's be like, like, a, oh, it's yeah, like a turning it's like a turning point to USA video. Yeah, like I would I could see this being written by someone who makes attack helicopter jokes. But <laughs> right, it's right. it's fucking real. If we want to defeat capitalism, we are going to need a party that will organize working people to fight for the demands that we want and to win socialism. Thank you so much. Right, right uh, quick point of privilege. Quick point um, of personal privilege. Yes. Um, guys, uh, first of all, James Jackson, Sacramento, he, him. I just want to say, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? I'm one of the people who's very, very prone to sensory overload. There's a lot of whispering and chatter going on. It's making it very difficult for me to focus. Please, Apparently just, that's a disability. I fresh and ready to go, but can we please just keep the chatter to a uh, minimum? It's affecting my ability to focus. Thank you. Why? Jazz hands. You know, like, okay, is there you, you figure, like, they have their, um, their organization. This guy's, this guy's the best. Please do not use gendered language to, to address everyone. <laughs> uh sorry okay. go ahead justin yeah yeah no you figure like oh so they have like their whole um as i understand what was going on here like basically all the different dsa branches sent representatives to this meeting right ah so why of i'm sure they have people who work with him whatever branch he fucking james john sacramento he him came from Surely yeah. they have somebody so, who like doesn't have a sensory overload problem that could have attended. <laughs> right, right. I just I want to I want to uh, explain this in the most relatable terms for our listeners. Uh, think about this like the five Kage summit. Okay, right. All, all yeah. the Kages are there, and then uh, Sasuke appears, and he's like, uh, uh, "Sasuke Uchiha, he him. Uh, can we please stop clapping, or else I'm going to have to." Uh, <laughs> what happens like when the revolution happens and like people are like shooting guns and shit? Like it's. Are is someone's gonna have like a fu- I, for some reason I pictured muskets happening like this was fucking whatever year they had muskets in but you know what I'm saying like they do that and there's yeah. no time to raise your personal point of privilege it's just oh I'm gonna be uncomfortable during this fucking war you know sometimes we have a problem on the show with 
um, especially with the remote guests. We don't know who is going to talk or who's going to say what. So I think from now on, we should say uh, point of privilege. Grant, you go first. Say it. Okay. I won't say it. But you can what, say it. What point, if I say point, point of privilege. privilege at the same time? Uh, three, two, one. Point, point of privilege. privilege. Uh oh. What, what happens now? Oh. Uh, oh. I think. Well, whoever goes first would be too uh, too hierarchical. Um, I guess whoever goes last. I heard Justin's voice. Yeah, Justin, last. go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Wait, what am I? Oh, this is your um, chance, man. Just make 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 a really solid point because. Uh, you know, for all. Oh, by the way, me and Grant, I know there was a lot of clapping at the beginning of the episode. Uh, we were talking about Justin's subscriber count oh, yeah. is nearing up about five hundred thousand subscribers. We should have been doing guys, jazz hands. Yo, oh, yo you, this is what you guys got to do. You got to have James John Sacamano, uh, he him on the podcast <laughs> and see what he does for the sync. That would be whole, like the whole episode is yeah. just like completely all the audio is <laughs> fucked up. Because <laughs> it's, it's just like all fucked up because he can't do the clap sync. Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, this is uh, this is hilarious. Yeah, and, just, and like you said, checked all of the boxes. I mean, like it's not even. Uh, I mean, I what I think that whatever whatever political stance you have, you you gotta laugh at this. This is pretty funny. I mean, I feel like I've seen. You know, when you see someone who like believes the things you believe, like making your side look ridiculous it hits it hits a little bit hard and i've been seeing like a lot of people who would otherwise be dsa like trying to distance them themselves from this yeah i've seen people who were former dsa that were like i left because of this culture yeah, yeah. It, there's just there's a certain utility of speech and language where it's like yeah i uh i got that one uh thing that Zwick was so nice to uh, clip for us where I was talking about the word manhole and how I thought it was a disgusting word and just like, you know, yeah, it, it's just a, it's a fucking circle in the ground. Just call it a sewer cover. Like who mm-hmm. the fuck, who the fuck cares? But at the same time, if someone's talking and giving a long speech and they say the word manhole, you don't go, Oh, could you not use that gender? Like how do they get through a meeting? There's a utility there that, like, you can see the frustration on the woman's face yeah. who's trying to, uh, you know, uh, oversee this whole thing. That she's just like, we're not even talking about anything right now. We're just bickering. Didn't she make some kind of tweet about that? I think I saw a screenshot about the personal points of privilege from her about kind of like, not uh, of like knowing when to like basically knowing when to shut up with them. I didn't see it, but uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't it's remember uh, her very name. understandable. Yeah, it just. I mean, you literally like, you can't. With- there's like literally no time to get through all the things that you know you actually went there to discuss. When everyone basically, I mean, you really look at this shit. It's kind of like you're ever in a college class, and the people they're raising their hands like they want to ask a question, but they don't really have a question. They just want the professor to know what they know. So it's really yeah. just more of a statement. Well, isn't actually blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's that kind of thing, but in a political format. Yeah. So, I mean, we got, we got our job, of course, here on Thought Cops is to fix the problems that do occur in our world we live in. So we got to think of a punishment for this. I feel like they've just, they've taken away everything. They, I don't even know what to punish them with. I, w- I want to take away more, but I'm like, <laughs> it's hard. To no clapping, lie. no, no pronouns. No, I got one. 
No more rose emojis. Oh, mm. sorry. They're just gonna use rose emoji dog whistles. What you no more do? rose emojis. That nobody will know that you're in the DSA. No, Go I ahead. A point of privilege. Go ahead. A point of privilege. I have a good punishment for them. <laughs> you said you said James yeah, John Sacamano, he him DSA to go watch the blue man group <laughs> oh yeah see so, yeah, no, those a, guys fucking light it up yeah they light it up and then they're like the blue man group so like his like friends can get upset about that too <laughs> <laughs> yeah these guys these guys think it's hard going into a dsa meeting imagine a fucking guy in blue paint throwing captain crunch at you <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's Good like the next luck. level of sensory overload right I wonder if that guy's ever done, like, shrooms or some shit. Can you imagine? Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe he's just, like, stuck. Like, he's just stuck that way now. All right, I want to read you guys a tweet. You know, if you want to interrupt me first, you know, say point of privilege. But I want to see who gets it first. Um, point of privilege, you addressed us as guys. God, Grant, <laughs> God damn it. So, maybe you both know who this is. So, I just want to read the whole thing here. And I want you guys to think in your heads, without clapping or without screaming, who this who this tweet was from. All right. In the past 48 hours, the USA horrifically lost 34 people to mass shootings. On average, across any 48 hours, we also lose 500 to medical errors, 300 to the flu, 250 to suicide, 200 to car accidents, and 40 to homicide via handgun. Often our emotions respond more to spectacle than to data. Do you guys think that was? I know who point this of was. Uh, Justin, oh, I'm going to have to ask uh, you to be quiet for a second. Grant, you said uh, point of privilege. Yeah. Go ahead. Elmo from Sesame Street. Elmo from, that's wrong. Oh, uh, Justin, fuck. what's your guess? Hmm? Oh, uh, is this uh, who, wrong who do you, answer? Who do you think? Wrong answers only? <laughs> 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 Motherfucker. <laughs> that's, a, that's an upcoming two minutes of eight, though. Oh, oh is man. it? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, but that's okay. Those, those, that's those okay. tweets suck shit. They do, they do. So, uh, well, I got, I got to tell you all, that was a little uh, professor goes by the name of Neil deGrasse Tyson. So there was a... They gave this guy a diploma? So this was his response to a uh, national tragedy. There was a shooting, and then he goes off and turns it into some, some uh, community college lecture about the flu. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about the fucking flu. People got killed. <laughs> that's something i would have posted on a message board when i was like a fucking 13 years old i thought it was fucking yeah. deep and shit i was gonna say it's it sounds like a middle schooler's response it, it sounds like a middle schooler one-upping you like oh what happened to your arm and your arm's in a cast and you're like oh i broke it i fell out of a tree and they're like i broke both my arms once yeah and my mom had to, never mind hmm. i understood that reference thank you so yeah this uh needless to say this this tweet wasn't handled very well Uh, a lot of people were very upset at mr tyson for what he's done which is just do what he he always does really just be pedantic but now people are fucking annoyed because it's like normally he's pedantic over things like hmm well actually the new year is an arbitrary date and uh, and he makes that same, that same fucking tweet every single year. You can, like, search his shit. Yeah. I, I imagine this nerd. isn't going to be one that he tweets every time there's a shooting. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's like, imagine... I, I don't know anybody, I don't believe, that 
I don't think I know anybody personally that has been the survivor or victim of a mass shooting like this. But imagine it's someone close to you. It's your, you know, your wife, your father, your child. Um, what else? And then some smart spaceman with a degree on the internet that goes, well, actually. <laughs> well, they could have got It could have been flu. worse. They yeah. could have gotten the flu. A oh. common cold or <laughs> Well, I saw the best fucking tweet that someone did parodying. It was something about the fucking airplane crashing. Let me fucking find this shit. <laughs> it was such a good tweet. Neil, I just... God fucking damn it. It's, it's not coming Well, up. you could have died in a car accident. It's like, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it, make it, it better. Yeah, Still it was, dead. It was basically... That was the gist of it. It's like, you're on a, pl- you're on a plane... Crash landing, and on the way down, Neil deGrasse Tyson sitting next to you and says, well, actually, people are more likely to die on their way to the airport. (laughs) God damn it. This guy's a real buzzkill. (laughs) Yeah. He should double down into it, I think. (laughs) This is, he's on his, he's quickly on his way. Uh, I think everyone was hoping that, like... Those uh, sexual assault allegations would take him down. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he like trying to like see girls' tattoos of planets or something? Actually, your your vagina is an arbitrary collection of molecules. <laughs> hey, girl, let me see your anus. <laughs> I got that same tattoo on my dick. Uh <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. What, 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 what else is there to say, to, right? You know? I don't know yeah. what else to add to this. That's uh, it. Yeah, so basically, he's like, "Yeah, some some uh, some kids got shot, but uh, the last in the last uh, two days, people got really sick from the flu." It's like, all right, man. Thanks. Yeah, like there's no clear like distinction between bad things. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they need to do to kind of uh, to fix this? Neil deGrasse the Tyson. Well, Neil deGrasse the Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson needs yeah. to invent a gun that gives you the flu. Yeah, that seems like the only appropriate solution yeah. here. Um, I, I also want to... I got a question here. Opponent privilege. His, his top example is medical errors. What exactly does that mean? So there, there's a large percentage of people who die because they can't read, like, doctor's handwriting. Uh, you know, the old chicken scratch. The yeah. Classic doctor's handwriting. So, or hey, well, that, so what he's trying to say <laughs> is uh, doctors kill more people with bad handwriting than a shooter kills at a Dayton shopping mall. I think I got a punishment. Okay. Uh, just take all the guns away from the American populace. Uh, give them to all the doctors. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. <laughs> the, the only one to beat a bad doctor with a gun is a good doctor with a gun. Darn tootin'. All right, let's uh, let's do one more. Yes. Do you guys have dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I grew up with dogs. Great. <laughs> would uh, would any of you uh, spit on your dog? And no. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a scenario because um, I, I I and I'm inclined to say <laughs> no, but I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get called out for hypocrisy if there ever comes a time when I spit on my dog. <laughs> Like, if it gets, like, a jellyfish sting or something? Or yeah. Well, no, then you have to piss on your dog, I think. Even worse. You don't want that footage out there. Certainly not. Yeah, so this uh, this YouTube star, Brooke Hoots. Houts? Hoots? I don't know. Did you see the... Did you guys see this video? 
No. Um, let's let's learn, shall should, we? Should we play it? Yeah. I, well, it's not going to be Barbara. interesting. It's a long video. So there she is smacking it in the well, face. And oh, wrestling stop. it to the ground and screaming at it oh, and spitting on it. Spit. <laughs> and now the oh, people.com are commentating on it, which I don't need commentary. That's, I've that's seen why enough. I listen to Thought Cops. Yeah. And, why, and we watch Justin Wang. Yeah. It's all we need. So that's... I mean, it could have been worse. You know, it's not exactly Michael Vick levels of animal abuse, but... I mean, I wouldn't spit in my pup. There are differences between bad things. <laughs> At least the dog didn't get the flu. Actually, uh, dogs get spit on every day for being little bad boys <laughs> when they eat out of the garbage can and eat chicken bones. <laughs> and then I shoot them in the head with a gun that makes them sick. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds just like him. I don't know what the fuck Yo, he sounds like. Nothing. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would 100 read a Neil deGrasse Tyson comic where he's a villain that just gives people the flu. <laughs> yes, he'd be a good Batman villain. Yeah. Or I was thinking uh, one of those older cartoon strips like Dennis the Menace, and Dennis is like <laughs> Dennis's school gets shot up, and then Neil deGrasse Tyson is like, "Well, actually, he's Mister Wilson. He's like, well, actually, uh, you're less likely to die in a school shooting." <laughs> Well, I guess I should count my lucky stars that I... Yeah. Maybe you get sick tomorrow, and I guess I'll die then instead. Anyway, so this this lady <laughs> tackled her dog and spit on him. The hell? What, what, what's, what was the video about? What? She's pranking her dog. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a prank, bro. I don't remember what the prank actually was. Uh, dog gets... Tackled and spit on. Dot MP4. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a Joey Salads level prank where she pays off the dog at the end. Yeah, she to pisses in the dog's mention. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Grant, what's what's happening, man? Well, uh, so after this video, I yeah, so she was trying to, I guess, record. A vi- like a prank video like Justin said and then like this entire raw footage of the making of the video leaked and then it how went- the hell uh, I don't really know and I didn't really look into it too much because I don't I'm not a fan of animal abuse so I didn't want to like read more about it even yeah. though we do a show on you know these types of topics uh sorry everybody look out for our animal abuse spinoff <laughs> <laughs> dog cops. I mean I don't um, think there is a an animal abuse specific podcast yet, so that's a, that's a niche right there. Yeah, it really is. You got to find your niche, your niche. Um, so she went into her notepad and she uh, she wrote a long Twitter apology. It's four pages, four pages, gonna... four pages of her n- truth. <laughs> we should have Nikki come back in and just read all the apologies on uh, i on the uh, iPhone notepad screenshots. Uh, Riley in the chat, I think, said something earlier that was kind of interesting. We should do like a mad... I I don't know if he was saying this or not, but this is what I got out of it because I I just saw his name pop up in the corner of the screen. Um, But we should do like a Mad Libs for this where we just replace like dog with whatever word. 
Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, I'm sure that there's every, you know, Justin, when you reach a certain level of success on YouTube, I think when you, I think you got to hit a million subscribers, they give you a form you can fill out for uh, in case of emergency. So next, if you have like a huge controversy or something, it's a Mad Libs. It's basically Mad Libs and you just fill in the nouns and verbs and whatever, whatever situation you're in and uh, just take a screenshot on your iPhone uh, notes app and just put it up on Twitter and you're scot free. I, I guess I should get ready because it's going to happen sooner or later. It's yeah, sooner <laughs> than later. Uh, so keep your dog away from the beach. Yeah, uh, I'll read just like I'll read two paragraphs of this real fast because it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I'll skip around a little though. First off, I want to I want to address the uncut footage on the day in particular that was the vid- that the video was filmed and actually this week. Blah blah blah. Um, things outside my life have been less than exceptional. All right, same with your dog's life. Uh, I'm not going to play the victim card or anything of that sort. But I, but I do want to point out that I am rarely as upset as what was shown in the footage. Um, next paragraph. That being said, this does not justify me yelling at my dog in the way I did. I'm fully aware of that. Should I have gotten as angry as I did in the video? No. Should I have raised my voice and yelled at him? No. However... When my 75-pound Doberman jumped up in my face with his mouth open, uh, he I loves do, you, you dumbass. As, as a dog parent, ugh, oh god, have to show parent. him that this behavior is unacceptable. This so is, you tackle him and you spit on him. You should never spit on your fur baby. <laughs> so this is like usual. It's a terrible apology. I apologize, but no. Apologize to the dog. How about that? Yeah. Teach your dog how to read and fucking apologize. <laughs> Sick. Uh, anything else to add to this one? Yeah, I say we tackle her and spit on her. Okay. I'm, I'm so down with that. <laughs> We're probably going to get in trouble for that one, but you know what? <laughs> oh, like, I don't know. I mean, if I ever get in trouble for it, I'm going to be like, well, uh, look what she did to her, uh, her dog. It's a, like, good, okay, it's a good, good point. Yeah, good like, point. Like basically, like once you uh, a person on the internet does something that everybody on the internet doesn't like, like it's you can do whatever you want. It's like it's free game. You can say like you could probably like walk up to her in real life and like punch her in the mouth, and like people would just be like, "Hell yeah, brother!" It's gonna be like chopper sick balls, but chopper sick pussy. Um. Yeah. So why don't we do? Uh, let's hand out some keys to the city. Uh, this is the segment where. As opposed to, uh, you know, ragging on things and talking about things that are depressing and, you know, terrible and awful. Uh, we highlight something we saw that's good I got on one. the internet. I got one. Kevin, go ahead. Uh, the last two days, 500 people got the flu and died. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Uh, my key to the city this week goes to an iDubs video that released... Uh, a week or two ago. So this I didn't is, know he was still making videos. Yeah, he puts out stuff Very when he feels like it. All right. Wow. But he put out a video, it, it was like an hour long, I, I would even say it was like a documentary called Full Force, where he, him and his friends drove to uh, Battle Creek, Michigan to follow around a YouTuber named Airsoft Fatty, who, is, uh, who does these lightsaber battle YouTube videos where him and his friends, him and his adult friends, uh, hit each other with those plastic lightsaber <laughs> toys. But it's just it goes like so much deeper than that. It's um it's honestly comparable to if you guys saw the 
final episode of Nathan for you. Yeah. Where he follows around that guy, who, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bill Gates impersonator. It's very, it's really <laughs> similar to that. So if you like that, if you like, if you like, honestly, if you like Nathan for you or if you like anything like that, uh, definitely check out the iDubs video called Full Force. It's an hour long, but it is absolutely worth your time. Uh, Justin, do you have a key to the city? Something good you saw online brightens oh. your day up. Makes you smile. Shit, I had not, I can't think of the last thing that made me smile. No, we'll... we'll, 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 we'll <laughs> <laughs> well, Grant, give him some time. You, you, you do yours. Yeah. yeah. Um, mine goes to uh, Ross NMIEAT, uh, who has a uh, like an exercise blog that he's been doing for the past 10 or 15 years, and he, he just like makes all of his own equipment um and he's been putting a bunch of uh videos on instagram lately of just like here's 10 years worth of me doing like ab wheel rollouts and here's 10 years worth of me doing handstand push-ups with 80 pound weight vests on it just like crazy fucking shit and the guy's like 40 years old and to, to see like his level of perseverance and any sense of anything is just amazing to see someone you know going at it for so long and to have a recorded history of like this is back in 2005 when i started my blog this is me doing you know one-handed push-ups with a weight vest on and here's me doing it you know in 2019 like it's it's crazy oh yeah yeah and we'll, we'll give you some time if we need to justin sorry i forgot um, to mention this part to you yeah i, I so, think i got um, it okay yep cool uh whenever you're ready my key to the city is the song Lady Oscar by the band Romantica. It's an Argentinian gay gay Nazi J-rock band. <laughs> and it's like the, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I was um so basically like I've been doing like, this Angel Fire series where I just browse shitty oh, yeah, old websites. Yeah. And um the last stream that I did for it was about uh, Japanese rock band fan sites. And then there's this girl who came into the stream and uh, showed me all the shit about this band. And it's this is like a plus material right here. So could you go ahead and uh, see what the genre was one more time? Visual K, uh, which is kind of like, like a the, subset uh, the exact of Japanese rock music. The exact wording you used. Gay, Argentinian Nazis. Damn. And J-Rock, too. That's that's incredible. That, you know, see, this is the future that liberals want. Yeah. <laughs> it's inclusive. You got all the ideologies there. Yeah. It's like in one of those coexist bumper it's stickers. Like, that's <laughs> fucking multiple po- points of personal privilege for this guy. Coexist, but the S is a uh, swastika. Sure, and the the <laughs> T is uh <laughs> God, who knows what. <laughs> all right. Well I'm gonna have to check that out on the train uh, home today. So yeah. out of a morbid curiosity, I'll add. And let's get on to Word of the Week. Uh, this week's Thought Cops Word of the Week is whataboutism. What about whataboutism? What about what about whataboutism? So a whataboutism is when you deflect criticism by pointing out flaws in your opponent, specifically by using the phrase, what about blank? Mm. Sounds uh, like a callback. What about uh, people get sick from... Yeah, what about the flu? Hey, what about... Uh... You know, Neil, you know what just kind of occurred to me? Neil deGrasse Tyson is kind of like a Family Guy episode where you're trying to like... <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time when 300 people died of the flu? You think that's bad? <laughs> I, was, 
I want to yeah. see Peter Griffin and Neil deGrasse Tyson beat the fucking, shit out of each other for five Peter minutes Peter deGrasse straight. Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right, oh, this God. whole episode is worth it just for that realization. Peter, Peter yeah. deGrasse Griffin's going to have to become a, an image that we tweet Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's this, Graham? We have a five-star review? Yeah, we got a five-star review. Uh, leave your own five-star review by going to iTunes, searching for Thought Cops, finding our podcast, and leave a five-star review. It helps us out! And we will read it on the episode. Uh, this says, Good Laughs Every Week. It's by Veets123. He says, Great show with a great premise. Two guys bringing two light to the dark side of the internet. Good, good syntax there. And taking it to justice. Guests are great. Uh, keep up the gr- the great work, Officer Kevin and Officer Kant. Thank you so much. Thank you, Veets123, for that. And even Justin, he got a little thank you in there, too, for being one of our guests. Thank oh, you, that's Justin. Nice. That's nice. So before we get to the voicemails, uh, Justin, plug all of it, man. Uh, Where can yeah. we find you? You can find me on um, the YouTube channel. will pop up if you look up Wang Tales from the internet. Um, I've been doing a lot more Twitch recently, so... Twitch.tv slash Justin Wang. Um, I mean, pretty much, like, you just search Justin Wang and all my shit will pop up. And you can pick which flavor you like. And again, I... Which flavor of shit you like. Which flavor of shit do you like today? So, yeah, again, highly recommend that channel. Um, I feel like, Justin, you and I had a similar upbringing, I think, like I said last time, just being on, like, YTMND, being on Newgrounds, being on Angel Fire, all these... Yeah. Thing. So a lot of the stuff you talk about resonates with me on a certain level. And I think that anybody who resonates with anything from this podcast will appreciate that channel. So check it out. When do you um, publish this? Uh, this will go Monday out. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, Monday or Tuesday. Usually probably. Tuesday. Yeah, so my Goatsy video should be out by then. Oh, hell oh, yeah. Cool. That's the next one. I cannot wait for that one. Yeah. We'll have to link to that one in the description. Cool. Uh, well, let's uh, move right on to the voicemails. Yeah. It's Das Boot, but its pronoun is she, because the boat is transportation. Oh, that's a good joke. But, I don't know, but, man. Yeah, but, that's, uh, like, that's like attack helicopter, helicopter level. Like, yeah. <laughs> Try better next time. Here's attack helicopter. Right. Next voicemail. Hey, tiny dick cops. I got a hey. story, oh. not a complaint. All right. You know who has the most fucking lit-ass <laughs> Facebook? Like... Like, strippers from, like, shitty, like, borderline suburban, like, shitholes, like, that were once industrial towns, but now are just, like, opioid havens. Those strippers from those towns are amazing, because there's this one from my hometown, which is basically the Wisconsin version of Rockford, Illinois. Oh, Uh, disgusting. She was talking about how... All of our Rockford heads. This is public on Facebook. She was saying how she caught her ex. And then with her mom. Uh, and she was nice. I was like, I'm so disgusted. Nice. They bonded over how much they love my daughter. Her ex isn't the baby daddy. But then she let us all know a few days later that they're back together. I didn't know you could come back from, you know, being like Eskimo sisters with your mom, but uh, with the power of meth, anything's possible. <laughs> uh, love is blind? Love is blind, and if uh, if I, you know, slept with the same person as my mom, I would be cutting out my eyeballs. Yeah. You say that now, but 
you know, if you meet the right person, you may be willing to forgive them. I hope someone understands my reference out there. Anybody. So we put the cricket noise here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's up? I saw the thing on Wang's story. So this is a question for Wang. Uh, What's your thoughts on the band Slipknot? All right, peace. Okay, Slipknot. What's your opinion? I like Slipknot. Um, Actually, the most recent songs they put out, I really like those songs. They're um, still putting out albums? Oh, yeah. They have a new one coming out soon-ish. They put out two songs from it. Very catchy stuff. Although, you know what? The more recent things, the album before that I didn't really like, I just thought it was kind of boring. And the one before that one had a couple of songs I liked, but the rest of the album didn't really do it for me. But I feel like a lot of bands that have been around that long kind of like fall into the same cycle for me. Yeah, I feel like Slipknot is really of its time, the early 2000s, mid 2000s. But it's cool that they're still out there doing stuff. They're still wearing those crazy masks and dreads and everything else. Yeah. yeah. Tom Savini just made, um, if, you, if you don't know, if you, do, you know who Tom Savini is, the uh, special effects guy from the Night of Living Dead movies and all that shit. Okay. Yeah, he had made a new mask for Corey, the singer from Slipknot, and you would think he would make the craziest shit for him, but it literally looks like like a see-through plastic version of those, like, uh, poor strip masks or whatever the fuck they are that girls wear. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's like they took, like, the most talented special effects artists in the world and just, they were like, hey, like, take all your talent and, like, just do nothing. You know what it looks like? Cody Rhodes' fucking mask when he broke his nose. It's, uh, it's, it's an evolution of some sort or a de-evolution. It's a Slip- move forward. Slipknot is finally growing up, basically. Anyway, let's go to the next voicemail. Oh, Lakembra left two voicemails. Great. Hey, Justin. Crikey, this is Lakembra from Australia. (laughs) You had three hermit crabs you needed to get rid of. How would you do it? Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did he say three hermit crabs or 300 crabs? Yeah, Yeah. he said three hermit crabs. If you had to get rid of three hermit crabs, let's say you're just holding on to a couple of hermit crabs. You get them as pets or something. How do you get rid of them? You gotta, like, if you have three hermit crabs that you're fucking with, you, I mean, you're getting rid of them, so you might as well have them take on, like, some dumb shit as a shell. But I can't <laughs> See, think of See, that's any, a very I, humane answer. Yeah. I, I, Justin, I agree with you. I just, uh, <laughs> we were on, we were on the Hard Men Working Hard podcast filler content recently, and Lakembra's answer to the question of what do you do with three hermit crabs was actually quite horrific. So, uh, without spoiling too much, um, I'm glad that we're all on the same page. I mean, it's much more fun. I mean, I'm assuming we can, you put we them in a butt or something. Well, I was going to say, it's much more fun to, you know, have a hermit crab, you know, you know, give him like a little uh, can of Pepsi to walk around inside yeah. of, and instead of the Kembra's out there with a fucking plastic bag and a hammer. And he, <laughs> and he killed him. <laughs> he smashed him to death. Damn. Sicko. Uh, yeah, I see it. Even, a- even then, you said plastic bag and a hammer. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like that's going to be too heavy for him to make a shell out of. <laughs> <laughs> We're innocent. Anyway, we got we have an actual voicemail from the real Lakembra. I mean, another voicemail. He's from in the, the chat right now. He's saying that they're that we're taking it out of context. Out of, what context <laughs> could there possibly be for that? Uh, well, let's play his voicemail. Maybe we'll find out. Thought cops. Hello. 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 It's me. Um, we all, right, we all hey, know who that is. Shut up for a sec. I uh, just <laughs> want to call and say hello to Sorry, Justin man. Wang, who's on the show right now. 
Hello. Hi. Um, Wang, I'm a big fan of your work. And, you know, when people <laughs> say that they're a big fan of your work, usually they mention, like, the more popular videos, like the, um, the Jar of Cum video or, you know, any number of tales from the internet. But um, yeah. one of your videos that's really stuck with me for a long time is, is actually one of your really early ones. And it's not a long one. It's only, like, three minutes or so. But it's a video in which you talk about not apologizing for your art. I just wanted to say that that video has actually stuck with me for a long time and I think about it a lot, especially when I'm making something new that um, sucks uh, dick. Um, but, you know, it really does mean a lot and it helps me uh, to focus on creating my art and not worrying about what people think. And um, there was a quote that you, you said in that video that's actually that I can't get out of my head. Um, it, I think you said, it's not left, it's not right, it's forward. Um, which is some inspirational words, Wang. Uh, so thank you for that. And uh, obviously that video has meant a lot to the Thought Cops because they've never apologized for anything that they've done. <laughs> that's <laughs> also, true. Yeah. Um, Great. Well, that's the end of the voicemail. Um, thanks, LaCambra, for uh, throwing us under the bus. I don't know if I've seen that one. I haven't either. But I want to check it out tonight on uh, Wang. Yeah, it's a deep cut. Mark, YouTube. It's, a, uh, it's a good note to end on, I think. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Justin, for coming on. You know, once again, uh, you know, best of luck with your channel. We love it. We love seeing uh, you get, you know, your rightfully deserved attention for it and all of the subscribers that you've been getting. Thanks. And can't wait to see you hit, uh, you know, one mil soon. And hey, everybody else, everybody else, you can support little old us by going to patreon.com slash thought cops. It would really help us out. All the money goes to paying for equipment, helps paying for our boy Zwick to make the episode sound crystal clear every single week. Throw a few bucks our way per month if you feel like it. Um, and yeah, you can always leave your own voicemail at the show. It's hey, That's free, though. You can do that for free. Thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com or give us a call 312-788-7361. Leave a voicemail and we'll play it on the show. All right, well, uh, that's our ride if you can't hear that outside. So uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Justin. Yeah, See you thank guys you, next Justin. time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.